Good evening, and welcome to Midnight Audio Theater, the weekly show where we feature new and original audio dramas, be they adventure, mystery, sci-fi, or comedy. I'm your host, Kathy Rinella. Hello and welcome back, Audio Drama Files. We're about halfway through December, so it's time for a few more holiday tales. And I'm delighted to say that we have our good friends from Sasquatch Radio on the show tonight, bringing you more of our favorite wedding planner holiday rom-com, Deck the Halls with Matrimony. It's become a bit of a tradition having Sasquatch with us for the holidays. Longtime listeners will remember their premiere story of Jackie and Emma, two wedding planners with plenty of clients for the holiday season, along with Stu, their friend and photographer, and Tripp, the man who captures Emma's heart despite a whirlwind of mistaken identities, wedding mix-ups, and a whole lot of escaped turkeys. It started as a 75-minute standalone story, then returned a year later with season two of Deck the Halls, with four full-length episodes catching up with the group a year later. Now, tonight we're treated to a sample of stories from Deck the Halls season three, The Holiday Postcards which follows each of our main characters around the holidays to find out everything they've been up to since they split ways. We'll be getting a recap of season two this show, then seeing what Stu has been up to in The Dirigible Captain, and a friendly yet panicked reunion in Cake Scramble. If you enjoy what you hear tonight, you can enjoy the rest of the season three episodes on your favorite podcast app or at soundcloud.com slash sasquatchradio as well as their not-so-scary summer special, Scare B&B, and a quarantine special called The Midnight Society. And a special message comes to us from the production group themselves. Everyone at Sasquatch Radio is so happy to share a little love with you this Christmas. Wherever you are, we're thinking of you and wishing you your happiest ever after. We wish you the best too, Sasquatch, and we can't wait to play your stories tonight. So stay tuned, listeners. This is Deck the Halls, Season 3, Episodes 2 and 5, The Dirigible Captain, and Cake Scramble. Enjoy. Dear friends, it's been quite a year since our last newsletter. Just this time last year, I was spending my very first holiday with Tripp's family. Mansion Thanksgiving! Mansion Thanksgiving! And my fa- well, Jack and Sue might as well be family, right? I hardly remember the food. Keep stirring. I have three eggs! When did you get a ring? You're not going to ask her today, are you? Well, yeah. Trip had planned on proposing during dinner. He was going to pull the ring out of a turkey, but... I, I mean, he never should have told his dad he was thinking about proposing. It took Junior two minutes to turn it into a business opportunity. For the next year, Winthrop Sweets is a wedding factory. Kick her off with you kids. Oh, and he let it slip that he was thinking about divorcing his wife, Katie. Katie, Katie. One year! You can't even make it one year! It's not- but I'm the last wife you are ever going to have. Whoa! Whoa! No, 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 no! Katie! Honey! Yeah. It's good Thanksgiving. Good stuffing. Anyway, we're sorry if you didn't get an invite to the wedding. Wait, wait, here. You can take my RSVP card with you. An RSVP to what? Your wedding. Hey! Together with their families, Emma Lauren Bishop and Patrick Alistair Huntington Winthrop III request the honor of your presence on I Monday, didn't even get an invitation. I heard they were beautiful, though. That's so 
not even finished proposing. Really? This is not how it works. You can't plan my wedding for me. I'm paying for it. I'll pay for it. Your money comes from me. This wedding could be the difference between securing your income for the next 10 years and looking for a summer job in that hideous new Trump hotel. It's not that serious. The planning got away from us a little. My darling father-in-law got us a wedding planner of our very own. Sit, sit, sit. I've got three weeks to spend $85,000 and 100 decisions to make. No, no, no. We've already done the sheets. Change her. I had so many brides. Maids. Call me Diana! We even ended up in a couple of bridal magazines. Press rehearsal. You don't turn down a chance to be in hemispheres. Oh, it's an in-flight magazine, Dad. With the circulation of 800,000. Katie was sweet. She helped a lot with the wedding planning, even though she and Tripp's dad were, you know, split. Luckily, Stu was around to cheer her up. We oh. made out. Wait, what? A lot kind of hard tonight in the van and now I'm, I'm i'm kind of i have a lot of feelings i don't want to i don't want to they worked their way through two whole ken burns box sets isn't it nice to make new friends did you just kiss me to hurt him or did you did you move back because you because you because you're not my boyfriend no matter how much i like to pretend even if i even if we tried to be something it would turn out the same eventually you don't know that at the same time our dream wedding was coming together mr winthrop decided to approach me and jackie or well jackie with a business proposition you can't bribe me with stock options not a bribe a buyout I'd rather buy shares in Blockbuster. A significant buyout. And after a lot of discussion... We have the tiniest bit of leverage right now. You're not married yet. Not gonna be. Not in that hotel. Mr. Winthrop came to talk to me last week. He gave me this. Um, his social security number? There's a dollar sign on the front of there. Whoa. We decided to merge Regal Bride with the Winthrop brand. Now I'm taking a brief hiatus from wedding planning, and Jackie is training new planners all over Texas. She's been to Dallas, El Paso, San Antonio, Corpus Christi, and Houston. She says if she gets any more belt buckles, she's just going to give it up and get a bandolier. I need to know you're coming back. I need a legit reason to text you 46 times a day. I love you. First wife. First love. I miss her. Without Jackie, Tripp and I probably would have ended up married in that tool disaster. Between you and me, I almost bailed. I didn't think you'd come. Well, I love you, right? But we pulled a last-minute switcheroo with a couple of willing stand-ins. Why did I choose a mermaid now? I cannot move my knees. You are perfection. Oh, knock it off. Just help me get up on this step. Oh, thank you. Hello, hello. Such a happy day. And we snuck off to get married at the courthouse. I do. I do. We do, too. 100%. I pronounce you husband and wife. Finally. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> So that brings us up to January. Oh, jeez, I'm going to need bigger Christmas cards. Deck the halls with matrimony, the holiday postcards. Sasquatch Radio presents Deck the Halls with Matrimony, the holiday postcards. This week, we joined Stu in The Dirigible Captain. It's Monday, Meals on Wheels Day, and if you open your window, you just might hear the minivan coming. Up on the housetop, reindeer claws, tater tops and fishy swaws, trays of fruit cocktails on the floor, hope they don't slide out the door. 
Ho, ho, ho. Drop the tray and go. Ho, ho, ho. Where's my dinner roll? Back to the van and click, clack, clue. Off to the condos with good saints do. Here is a court show on channel two. Where's mustard? I'd be happy to get that for you. Don't talk over the judge when she's ruling. I can barely hear. Let me fix the battery in your mirror. It's filled in. The TV's too loud now. Ho, ho, ho. There's gravy on the steaks. Ho, ho, ho. Vanilla noose shakes up on the housetop. Hello? Oh. Wrong number! Hello. Hello! That's fine. That's probably fine. Ha! Bernie's in town. Woo! Okay. Sweaty. Easy there, buddy. Ding dong. Ding ding dong ding dong dong dong. Mrs. Peterman? Mrs. Peterman? Mrs. Peterman! Mrs. Peterman! Meals on Wheels, Mrs. Peterman! Last delivery of the day! Please answer your door! Huh. I'm gonna leave your tray on the glass frog table by the garage door, okay? Okay. Ho, 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 worried you won't answer. Ho, 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 got a spare key in the planter. Up on the chimney! Mrs. Peterman. Mrs. Peterman. Mrs. Peterman. Mrs. Peterman. Thank God, no one can hear me over that damn TV. My mouth feels like the inside of a spaghetti squash. Did you fall? Did you faint? Turn that bloody thing off. Was it a heart attack? I fell, taking out the. I fell, crying for mercy. Make me shout it from the rooftop so I don't have couch cushions. Don't you have couch cushions? Well, there are cushions on the dining room chairs. Don't call 911. Hello, I need an ambulance at 1847 oh. Churchill. An elderly woman fell on her patio. I am not elderly. No, 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 uh, oh, wait, no, no. Can she move? Hang on. Can you move? I'm not Paralyzed? It's my hip, you blind sausage. Yeah, pretty conscious. Are you in pain? Get off the bloody phone, will you? Agitated. Okay, I gotta go. I'll call you back. Ambulance is on the way. Why not call an airlift or a golden chariot? Don't you know how expensive ambulances are? Sure. Wait, you mean to buy them or to ride in them? Oh, never mind. Is it just the hip? What else hurts? What can you move? Oh, I, I can I can still roll my arms and my head around, which I guess means my neck and shoulders and and all that. Oh, my my head hurts, my eyes hurt, and my my bottom hurts where I fell. Let's sit up a tiny bit and drink. No. Just a tiny, tiny bit. You need some water. You'll break it! What, what, what? My... me. Oh, leave me alone. Just let me lie here perfectly still. Don't make me move. I, 
I can't turn my leg over. My left leg. I, I tried to get up and and it, it, it shifted. We're not going to move your hip at all. I'm just going to lift your shoulders a teeny tiny bit so you can drink. Okay? I don't want any water. We're going to be very gentle. Look, I'm going to thread my arms under your arms. And we're going to lift up just a tiny bit, like four inches, maybe six. Okay. 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 I'm going to pick up the water. I'll hold the glass. You guide it. Good. Good, good. Can you drink some more? Oh, I just needed to wet my whistle. I'm fine. Drink three more big gulps. Put me down. Two more sips. I don't need any more. Little sips. One more swallow. Down. There's hardly anything left in the glass. Down. There we go. And cushion for your head. Now, what happened? I fell. From where? Oh, for goodness sake, the roof. Mrs. Peterman? Oh, yeah. Just changing out a few shingles. No! I was throwing sandbags over the new roofing tiles, but then a big gust of wind (gasps) came along and my house coat got caught in the updraft. Mrs. Peterman. I grabbed onto the chimney, but then there was a big crack of lightning and a nest of robins came boiling out of the flue right (gasps) in my face. No! I hooked my ankle on the gutter coming down and went smack into the pavement. And then a band of merry raccoons <gasps> dressed up in red jerseys Ooh. came ambling out of those bushes and stole the diamond tiara I always wear. You should but not I'm... be going up on the roof alone. Especially not when it's gusty. And in your costume jewelry. Who do you think I am? Mary Poppins? I fell down. I was standing on my feet and I fell over like a damn bowling pin. Oh. Wasn't even windy. Your hair looks different. It's upside down. From down here, it looks longer. Are you in pain? Don't ask me that. Talk about something else so I'm not just lying here staring up your nose. Who else did you see on your route today? Anybody I know? I don't know. Herbert Donaldson? Nope. Pritchard sisters? The Tish Wong? Everett Cass? Does he still have that alligator dog? Yes, it got me right above the knee two weeks ago. Good lord. It's fine, see, just bruised. But he knew exactly what he was doing. Grabbed me right by the thigh and threw me down. Oh, did you break anything? A clock. I meant... Oh, never mind. I pass him his meals through the window now. Who else? Mr. Duck Eggs? What? Duck Eggs? Duck Eggs? Duke eggs, dunker eggs, dunking eggs, donkey eggs. Uh, Gunter. Dunkhagen. Yes. Well, and how was he today? Okay. He keeps letting his hearing aid go. I changed the battery. I wonder when the neighbors are going to call the police on him. Last week he was watching Law and Order so loud you thought someone was being murdered in the Randalls parking lot. Do they murder people on Law and Order or just find the bodies? Oh, whatever. It was one of those shoot 'em up detectives. It's a good thing they have those Empire Carpet commercials on television, or Gunter would be in prison today on suspicion. Which lunch did you take him? Beef stroganoff. Smells pretty good, too. Sometimes I don't know about putting noodles in the lunches, but it made the trip okay. 
Only one serving. Well, he also got the chicken tuna casserole for dinner, but yeah, he... why? Chicken and tuna? Where on earth do those go together? Uh, There's a carrot squash puree over everything. It kind of tastes like corned beef hash if you fry it. Why? I'd heard he moved into Marjorie Christensen's condo. (laughs) I don't think so. I've been delivering to the same door for like five months. I don't suppose Marjorie puts in for a charity meal anyway. She should. Her sons do her grocery shopping, and it's lean cuisine city. Airplane food. They don't know the virtues of a chicken tuna squash carrot casserole. I didn't know you knew Mr. Duck Eggs. Oh, Gunter and me go way back. Not in any way that matters. He was a boy my sister knew at the university. He was good at drawing. Used to send me dirty cartoons with his letters. Oh, that's so romantic. Mm. I'd never seen a man's treasure chest at that age. And at first I took his doodles at face value. (laughs) You can't imagine how hard I laughed the first time I got his trousers off. Ah, that's a funny story. (laughs) Little Gunter the dirigible, Captain. I'm going to call and check on that ambulance, get another glass of water. Oh, lighten up, Goody Proctor. You see worse on the news. The dirigible captain. I can't believe I hung on to that. You get to my age, your mind just swallows up whole months of time, like you slept through entire calendar years. Then one good word and I'm a walking history book. Incoming. That was always the punchline. Incoming in big phallic bubble letters. I could draw them. <laughs> Gross. How's that for a life story? It's not my sister or my cousins, my nephews, or either of my husbands keeping me company in these last years of life. It's the boy who drew cartoon willies on his Navy stationery. How's that for you? He keeps you company? Oh, he plays that damn TV so loud it's keeping all of Travis County company. Travis County and Marjorie Christensen. Old goat has arthritis anyway. And glaucoma. Can't snap his fingers. Whoa. Have you got a girlfriend? What? Me? How did you meet? How'd you win her over? Tell me all the worst bits. I don't have a girlfriend. What good are you then? Why? It hasn't worked out yet. The timing. Oh, she's got someone else. There's not someone. Bosh. I'm serious. It just hasn't worked out yet. There are girls or women who are, well, they like me. And then the ones I like, it doesn't, it hasn't, I can't seem to get them Both to... feet in the car. Sure. Ah, young men your age, they're all like that. None of the flowers smell quite pretty enough. But one day you'll be ready to settle down and suddenly... Oh, this rose, it's so fragrant. No, 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 it's not like that. I knew you had someone. Ah. Go on, then. I don't want to talk about it. Older or younger? I'm going to check on the ambulance. Dark hair or light? Ah. Brash or shy? Yes. Married or single? No. Ah! Ow! <laughs> Thank you, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <sighs> ambulance. Easy. Easy. You're going to choke. Take a sip of water. I knew it. You did not. So she loves you. No. (laughs) Loved you enough to go monkeying around on her marriage vows. No. 
I never had an affair. It was not an affair. It was one kiss and one shouty conversation. Well, two shouty conversations, and then it was over. So see, I don't have someone. It doesn't matter. Sometimes things don't work out. Oh, you're such a nice boy, though. You'll meet other girls. It's been 70 years since you met Mr. Duck Eggs in his rigid airship. How many other nice boys did you meet in between? Don't get smart. What's your missus's name? She's not a missus's. Madame Frau. Doctor. Really? A bewitching doctor. A bewitching married doctor. I don't know if... I don't think she's still married. Oh, that. We haven't talked since... Actually, I didn't even talk to her then. I haven't seen her since Christmas. No word, nothing. I texted twice, four times. Which one Which one is that, on the computer? On the phone. Oh, read it to me. I didn't write much. Hi, Happy New Year, a picture of a funny sandwich, and hi. Well, it's brief. Well, she never wrote back, so... And if she had? Hi. 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 Nothing. I don't know. Did you see the snow this morning before it melted? Did you see the new Star Wars? Are you... I don't know. I don't have anything to say. I just... I mean, you can't say everything at once. You did write hi twice. Separated by four months. The rigid airship captain had adventures. And a talking porpoise. I didn't want to be intrusive. You didn't want it to be over. Really over. Maybe one day when we're old and retired. Oh, don't get on with that. She'll live down the street from me and we'll... Uh, what did you and Mr. Duck Eggs do when you got together? We walk around the block and count the ugly people we see. You do not! We get under the sheets and tickle everything that dangles. Oh my god! We watch TV. What do you want from me? A, a loot? Don't leave it for 50 years. Settle things now while everything is still in the right place. You mean while our feelings are still fresh? No, I mean while your skin is still tight and your joints work. God, you're a sap. Oh, Lord, here they come. Look at me. Pink flannel. What was I thinking? I look like I fell rinsing out the garbage cans. Run inside and get my brush. And get my rings. It, it, it doesn't matter what you look like. Oh, you like. mind your own business. Hairbrush, go! Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's only dislocated. I take very good care of my health. Lots of calcium and potassium and whatever else they make bones out of. You can ask my GP. Besides, I didn't hear a crunch. When I broke my wrist, it sounded like someone was chewing through a mouthful of popcorn. Thank you, Doctor. I'll be right here where you left me. <laughs> that wasn't a doctor. Oh, I call everyone Doc around here. No one minds a wrong guess if it adds two zeros to their salary. What have you done to my hair? I feel like I've got a hornet stuck in my scalp. It's a French twist. Can't you do something softer? I look like a bitter old schoolma'am. If you just let me braid it... Oh, it'll it. snarl. I can do a half ponytail with a little beehive bump. Oh, didn't you bring the hot rollers? I've got your robe, your makeup bag, your round brush, your travel clock, oh, your boar bristle brush. I should have had you grab my blood pressure medication. Blood pressure medication? Mrs. Peterman, I'm... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> sorry. Nothing. Sorry, that, no, uh, no, that nothing spot was wet. <clears throat> Excuse me one moment. Oh, ho. I'm gonna, why don't I go get a soda? Oh, I never once went to Vegas. I never played the lottery. I'm going to get you an orange soda. But today, turns out today, today is my lucky day. I'll just let you talk to the doctor. Oh, is she a doctor? I didn't notice. She, she's... Mrs. Peterman, sorry for the wait. Not at all, dear. Can I step around you? I'm just gonna... Of course, let Sorry. me... Yeah, uh, Excuse me, uh, ma'am. Let me get out of your way. No, Stuart, don't leave me. You promised you'd stay with me. I'll be right down the hall. I'm frightened. It'll only take a minute. All right. Dear boy. Isn't he handsome? Yes, mm. very, very... <clears throat> nice. Mrs. Peterman, I'm Dr. Collingswood. Dr. Ames is your intending, but I'll be taking care of you while we get you stabilized and scanned. How's your pain? Not so bad as when I first came in, Dr. Dr. Col Colin Calder. Oh, I'll never be able to remember all that. Dr. Katie is fine. Can you make a fist for me? Dr. Katie. Oh, my. That is a pretty name. Isn't that a pretty name, Stuart? Very pretty. Thank you. Can you flex your toes? Good. Now the other? Stuart was just happening by and found me sprawled out on the patio like last July's watermelon. Really? Are you neighbors? No, I was uh, just dropping off lunch. Food delivery? Meals on Wheels. Oh! He's a volunteer. <laughs> that's, uh, <clears throat> that's really nice. I'm just going to... Check your abdomen very quickly. <clears throat> Breathe in. One more. Are you married, dear? Whoa. Uh, <laughs> well, Stuart was just telling me a good story about a married friend. Whoa. Of his. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Totally fine. Nope. Whoa. <laughs> I'm gonna go get a soda. She can have ginger ale, right, or some kind of juice. That, that's not ideal. I don't need the sugar. Ha! That's all right. We're almost. Stuart. I'll be right back. You're leaving a helpless poor old woman. You'll be fine. Vending machine, vending machine, Frito chips and vanilla creams. Maybe they have a Twix. Can I break the five in this machine? This is the vending machine. Can you just please wait for room and send these down to the labs? Inside! Duck in the bathroom! No problem, Dr. Collingwood. Did you see a visitor pass by here? Um, curly hair, tall? Not on this floor. You got a name I can pay you to? That's alright. You're okay. You saw her, and you're okay. You didn't die. You're an adult. You're a man. You're a big, strong man. Buddy, you're blocking the door. Oh, sorry. Um. Oh, Grey's Anatomy in this bitch. Very funny. If you were going to rat me out, couldn't you at least give me a running start? That was a friendship conversation. It was a confidence. And you, 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 you can fix your own hair and read your own magazines and drink your own soda because I, Mrs. Peterman? Mrs. Peterman? Hey, are you okay? Mrs. Peterman? Open the can. Ah! Open the ah! can before you go. You scared the crap out of me. <laughs> 
Why are you pretending to be asleep? Open the can. Wake up! Open the can. Wake up. Hey, she'll probably sleep for a while. Mrs. Peterman? Stop faking, Mrs. Peterman. Mrs. Peterman? It's okay. We'll keep an eye on her. Mrs. Peterman. If I can borrow you for a minute, I, I just need a few things on the intake form, then we can get you out of here. <laughs> Old woman. <laughs> could confirm the address and the time that you found the patient, that's an important one. I know you don't know her too well, but does she have any family? Children? She said something about nephews and a sister. Do you know if she has a cell phone? I didn't see one. I called one of the neighbors before we left. He might know more. She's probably got an old school address book. I should have grabbed it when I was rounding up her toilette. Egg 2543523. This is helpful. Thank you. I'm glad to help. Mr. Rogers says look for the helpers. Um, What will happen next? With, um... Is she going to be able to walk again? Oh, uh, well, uh, we can't say for sure until we get her scanned. Ah. But given her pain, the swelling, the displacement of the joint, it's a significant injury. Whether we're looking at a screw and pin repair or a full replacement, she'll be placed on the priority list for surgery. <clears throat> Recovery will be lengthy, 8 to 12 weeks, but we'll want her up on her feet and walking as quickly as possible. Very important in hip recovery, so make her get up and answer the door whenever you bring her meals. Maybe I'll get a tennis ball or a frisbee. <laughs> Go long! <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't really. I'm kidding. You could walk her to the mailbox or uh, around the yard if you really wanted to. You don't have to. I mean, it's not your responsibility. But even a little encouragement can make a big difference in recovery. That's good advice. Thank you. Do you need a... Did you come in the ambulance? Yeah, I did. We, we ran three red lights. With a siren? Yeah. Mrs. Peterman was yelling a lot. Needles. I held her purse. Do, do you need a ride back to your car? Are you getting off? No, no, not for a while, but I, I, I could ask around. <sighs> Maybe one of the nurses going off shift. I can get the bus. Are you still driving the Odyssey? Yes. The, no, I got a new one. Oh. Still white, but I think I might paint some lizards on it. You can hide the back seats down under the floor, and there are cup holders everywhere, and a little TV. I just wish it had a skylight. Then I could take it camping. Well, I can still take it camping. I just couldn't look up at the sky at night. But turning your head to look out the window isn't so bad. I wondered. I used to hear the old van in the neighborhood sometimes. Yeah. I lost the muffler when they put in those new speed bumps. I still pass the old house sometimes. Yeah? My mom's new house is two streets away. The pink house on Sycamore. The brick one? Stucco. Oh, I like that one. It's smaller than our old apartment, but I'm fixing up the garage. We've never had a yard. I think I'm going to get her a dog for Christmas. Which ones are the bug-eyed spaniels? King Charles. Yep, I'm going to get a King Charles spaniel or a beagle. I like beagles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Snoopy was a beagle. Oh, yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. And what are you... Uh, are you going to... Um... Are you working at the hotel or... Oh, no. I helped Emma close out the storefront in February. Oh. Construction in the spring. Then the buyout money came through in June, and 
I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. I've never had money before. I went to Arizona twice, and I've been to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> That's high living. I don't know how people can afford to eat there every week. There's burritos and pasta and burgers and spring rolls. So we had six courses. I didn't even get to the back pages. $157 for lunch. You don't have to order from every section. Then how would I know what to order next time? Next time order cheesecake. God. I think about that $157 once a week. Even though we could afford it and it was a treat, it keeps popping back into my head. But I don't think about the car or the house that much. Weird, right? I lost $10 in the wash at the laundromat six weeks ago, and I still get upset thinking about it. Student loans and rent and water and electric and credit cards. I'm going to give myself an ulcer. Isn't... I mean, is there going to be a settlement? Or was the prenup? Eventually. It would have been quicker, but we keep going back and forth over the jewelry appraisal. I wish I hadn't thrown it all so hard. Or used the lobster cracker on the nice watch. I just have to keep the water out of the boat until March... April. Just have to keep things moving forward. Why didn't you ask me? Jackie's been real good letting me sublet the house. She even split the rent since they're paying her housing in Houston. Oh, no. She moved out of the hotel. Oh. She didn't tell me. She said she was getting sick of the businessmen and the hotel staff knowing her comings and goings. She rented a house up on a golf course. Her neighbors are all old, but it's above the flood line. Have you been down to see her? Oh, yeah. We get to sneak out on the ninth green and hit balls after it gets dark. That sounds fun. If you ever get a free weekend, you could go visit, too. The only rules are, call when you're an hour out and bring groceries. Except last time they were running a special on Kellogg's and M&I bought eight boxes of cereal and Jackie says she'd rather die than eat one more bowl of Fruit Loops. I could bring uh, potato chips and sardines and crackers. <sighs> a feast is a feast. It's a little lopsided when it's just me and Jackie. Like we're missing some teeth. You said Emma goes too. You know what I meant. I'm sorry I never wrote back. I tried. Tried to do what? It seemed too soon. Then it seemed like it was too long. And it was too much. You could have said hi. It's not enough. Enough? For what? You're, you're a good guy. Okay. I am trying to be fair. To who? You! You d deserve to find someone who is free, who can go with you to Arizona or sleep in the van without worrying where the bathrooms are, or, you know, not having a divorce lawyer still working through a retainer. Well, I didn't. You didn't try! I thought you'd text back. Okay. I did try. Look. Look. I did. I couldn't just text you back. I kept opening email drafts. Here. November 17th. Stu, what is that song we made up about old jack-o'-lanterns? The eyebrows are melting off the pumpkin I carved last month, and I haven't had the heart to throw them away. I named him Philip. <laughs> November 2nd. Stu, I was thinking about mice. Mice? October 29th. Stu, did you see the new candy mix they're selling? Dots, bottle caps, wax bottles, and Mary Jane's. It's like that island of lost souls, but candy. I swear I started the exact same email. Look! October 30th! Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> October 18th. 
Oh, you started the Ken Burns Vietnam series. I couldn't finish it. October 27th, blank. October 27th, blank. October 26th, hey, Stu. Oh, oh, all your Grand Canyon pictures. September 20th. Stu, I found the picture you drew on the cabinet door. The alien with the squiddy fingers and big eye. Cyclo squid. (laughs) I found another one in the back of the closet. Have you looked in the silverware drawer? No. (laughs) September 27th. Katie, I made it to the canyon floor, and one of the old hippies who had a jean vest that said trail bear in silver beads gave me two salt pills and said it would help me on the hike back. Oh, no. I dropped my camera when the helicopter was lifting me out, but trail bear brought it back up. September 17th. Ooh, a playlist? It's all counting crows. September 17th. Katie, they put gravy on enchiladas in Roswell, New Mexico. Not saucer cheese, just flour and water. I thought it would be funny to see the UFO museum. It wasn't? It was not. Oh. August 28th, August 27th, August 25th. Oh, don't read those. I was working 24-hour shifts back then. Wow, August 24th. <laughs> <clears throat> it's too long. It just needs some... It, it's it, too long. It, uh, it's it just, too long. Stop. It just needs some indentation. Stu, 7.06 a.m., missed my bus. Gives me a minute thinking about you. Six months. I would have read this. It's too long. I would have been happy to get it. Would have. July, May, February, January, January. How? There are 216 of these? Mostly blank. And a lot of repeats. 216. All you had to do was send one. You can't really count any of the ones before March because it's really just the same email with alternative thesis statements. Hi. Hi. Is this where they bring the emergency patients? I'm looking for Mrs. Anita Peterman. Mr. Duck Eggs! Meal boy! I heard your message. Is she here? Waiting on you. Hope you like poached eggs, Mrs. Peterman. What? You did not call him here. Don't mess with your hair. It looks good like that. Pig face. Traitor. Stop it. Anita. Oh, Gunter. Anita, dear. How did this happen? We got old. Go on now. Sit down. You'll embarrass the boy. (laughs) Feel better, Anita. I'll check back with you tomorrow. Knock first. (laughs) Good. You look like a queen reclining here. When I broke my hip, my skin went white, my eyes shrank back in my skull. The, The nurses all said, that man is going to die. But look at you, resplendent. And I just love your hair like this. Dr. Collinswood to imaging. Paging Dr. Collinswood to imaging. That's me. Oh. Okay. Dr. Collinswood to imaging. Are you still taking the bus? I get off in 45 minutes, and they make smoothies in the cafeteria. I can give you a ride if you wanted to. Yeah, sure. I'll wait. The Halls with Matrimony, The Dirigible Captain, is a Sasquatch Radio production. Written and directed by Ashley Quatch. Featuring the voice talents of Kyle Payne as Stu, Jessica Payne as Katie, Lynette Gaza as Mrs. Peterman, and Martin Thompson as Gunter. With additional voices by Keiko Agena, Jesse Abbott Chin, Paula Deming, and Martin Thompson. Sound recorded by Sean Price at Pricestone Studios. Sound design by Kevin Rosenquan. 
Sasquatch Radio is Ashley Quatch and Paula Demi. If you'd like to support our work, you can find us on Patreon. Or even better, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Sasquatch Radio presents Deck the Halls with Matrimony, the holiday postcards. This week, we join Emma, Stu, and Jackie in Cake Scramble. It's 8.45 p.m. on a Friday when Stu and Emma finally pull into Jackie's driveway. The neighbors have already thrown out their Christmas tree. Jolene, 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 I'm begging you, oh, please don't steal my man. Your eyes are red, your hair is gray, you're ten feet tall and stacked like hay. Jolene, don't take it, even though you can. Iron teeth and jaws like steel, you'll eat as hard like a banana peel. Hey, my package arrived. You had mail delivered here? The grocery stores in Houston only have Frankenberry. I've got enough Count Chocula here to last us the whole weekend. That's like twelve boxes. Three people, four days, one box each day. Twelve boxes. When's the last time you had a dental checkup? Jackie! Fair queen! Let down your hair! Blessed dove, giant slayer! What do I always say? Restaurant mints are free for a reason? Besides that... Towels aren't the same thing as napkins? <laughs> cake! Cake! What do I always say about cake? Oh my god, spring-formed him. Are you making food? I am not a baker. I'm not a cake baker. I didn't get into event planning to bake wedding cakes. It's not the same job. Never bake a cake. What do I say? Never Never bake bake a a cake. cake. This isn't for tomorrow. Total disaster. Nine foot chocolate cakes, 400 guests, column tiers on the third and fifth layer, and the bakery burned down with the cake sitting right there in the cooler. No! We can find another kitchen, uh, a restaurant, (gasps) the hotel. Is the baker alive? He's in jail. What? What? For arson and attempted murder, or conspiracy to commit murder. He was gonna use the insurance money to hire someone to kill his wife's tennis instructor. Why? He thinks she's having an affair. (gasps) She's not? Not with that, tennis instructor. (gasps) Bail said at half a million dollars and believe me, around four o'clock, I started thinking about trying to pay it. Everywhere, but the discount grocery is closed until after the holiday. I gave up on making a cake. Then I tried to Frankenstein together some ho-hos. I tried cutting brownies into the cake form and stacking them. Then I thought I could get away with putting frosting on styrofoam, but they keep breaking down. Then I tried cardboard, but the icing sluices right off. I'm running out of cocoa powder. Did you bring food? I got stuff to make grilled cheese. Perfect. Whoa, I can make you a sandwich right now. No time. Are there pickles? I've got Count Chocula. I know. They've been delivering it all day. I only ordered 12 boxes. 12 Boxes? Each with 12 boxes of cereal in them? Oh. So, that's... 144! You ordered a gross... Amazing! (sighs) Lucky me, they're running trucks till midnight. DHL! Leave it on the stoop! Well, that's eight so far. Maybe it'll snow tonight, and the last couple of boxes will get stranded. It never snows in Houston. Shut, Shut up, Stu. You know what you need? Cup s'mores. I need more coffee. M, can I borrow some of the butter you brought? Knock yourself out. You should be able to order wedding cakes through Amazon Prime. Well, what about gingerbread? It's supposed to be chocolate. Uh, I was just thinking of things that are easy to frost. Whose wedding is it? It's not a wedding. Then what are we talking about? 
It's a funeral. A wedding-themed funeral. What? Betty Jewel Mayweather, the sweet tea baroness. She got rich off tea? Colonics. Ah. And she invented some kind of electric exercise belt in the 70s, rolled that into a big diet pill company in the 80s. Virilist? Vitrillium. Vitastic. Oh, didn't they take those off the market because it was leaching marrow out of the people's bones? I think that was actually in the marketing. Big bone to no problem. Can you believe it? She had three husbands. Not one of them was poisoned. Getting married was her favorite thing to do when she was planning on husband number four when she fell off the diving board at Caesar's Palace. So, wedding funeral. Open casket where the head table would be. Brand new, huge, poofy wedding dress, veil, makeup, and all her rings. It's creepy as hell. How poofy? Crinoline, baby. Mm. I don't know how they're going to get the lid shut when it's time to bury her. So, is there, is there like chicken or fish? No. But there's a DJ and a dance floor. Britney Spears' toxic has already been requested. Hazelnut creamer. Bless you. Hi. Hi. Drive okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, We made up new words to Jolene. Not new words, new verses. In our version, Jolene turns out to be a cyborg from the future come to wipe out Dolly Parton's husband, who turns out to be the future assassin of our cruel bionic despot. Ronald Reagan. Pew, 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 pew. Yes, but Jolene and Mr. Parton are psychically connected because in the future, they actually do fall in love and have a baby, and that baby saves the world. So if Dolly Parton destroys Jolene, it could be the end of life as we know it. And she knows this. She realizes it when he's calling out Jolene's name in his sleep. And she sees a newspaper from the future. She has no choice but to unite her husband with Jolene. For the good of humanity. Knowing it will be the end of their love. Oh, wait, can cyborgs have babies? Don't pick it apart. Oh, Dolly. I know, she's... She is so brave. She's a national treasure. Five minutes. What are you microwaving? Cereal and butter. Uh. It turns into a s'more, sort of. Didn't you guys ever go to camp? Yeah. We made s'mores over the fire. Not like in the woods. Day camp. When I worked at the Y, we made these every day. For the kids. Of course. Except we used golden grams and mini marshmallows. But then we ran out, and I invented chocumores. Anyone else want a pat? Hey! Don't put butter in your coffee! It's good! It makes the coffee richer. So would cream cheese. Oh. You'd never spill coffee on your pants again. You'd just eat it with a spork. The spork is the ultimate convenience. Wait, don't say that. He'll do it. He's got Trip buttering his coffee, too. Why? I don't know. Oh, they started lifting weights together. Now there's all this beef jerky in the cabinet, and they text each other about protein. Is it working? Kind of. He's got one of those stripy muscles under his arm, you know, that goes around the rib. Ooh, <laughs> But it's not the butter that's doing it. Ah, filling. Just needs a dab more of the yellow stuff. No more. We're not going to have enough butter left to make grilled cheese. You're crazy for using butter anyway. Mayonnaise is better. Gross. Eh, he's right about that. You never use mayonnaise. I don't use butter either. I just spray the bread with Pam and throw it in the toaster oven. Ah. Uh. You liked it. It can't be healthy to put butter in your coffee every day. I don't put that much in. Yeah, but every day. Several times a day. I don't drink as much coffee as you. Katie says it's all right. Katie. Katie. You saw Katie again? I'm seeing 
Katie again. What? We think about robots for three hours. You could have been telling me about this. It's not. It's not that big a deal. Okay, it's a really, really big deal. I am so excited. I missed her so much, and she missed me back, and now we get to go to the movies and make spaghetti, and I already texted her twice on the drive over, and she sent me a baby penguin video. This is okay, right? It's gonna be okay? Sometimes it feels like I'm on a roller coaster and my heart is racing too fast. Stu's in love? My chest feels tight. Okay, I'm taking the cereal away. I can't stop listening to One Direction. I really get those songs now, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Jackie? It's nothing yet, just a few dates. Whoa! With who? Remember Runaway Bride? Oh my god, Gretchen? Right. The girl who got kidnapped? She fell asleep in a cab. Her mom called the feds, then everyone freaked out when the helicopter showed up. It could happen to anyone. Well, wasn't she kind of, you know, lands in? Fox News. She had a boat named The Impudence. That's window dressing. She has a nose ring now and her own credit cards. And I mean, we're taking it slow, but she doesn't live with her parents anymore. And dude, she's going full Bill Pullman. Today is our Independence Day. And you forgave her for, you know... Ghosting. And breaking that window latch. And stealing our towels. They were monogrammed with my initials EB. I'm still working through that a little. But I get it. It's humbling. I didn't think people change. I don't think people change. But their circumstances do. And, and it's like night and day. Ice can cut you and steam can burn you. But a nice cool glass of water? We need that to live. Yes, exactly. That's so insightful. I did a science project in school. Huh. It actually gives me hope for the future. The last time I saw Gretch was on the worst day of her life, and I assumed, I don't know, I couldn't have pictured a happy ending, but she did it. Hostile takeover of her life. I keep thinking about that. The worst day in your life could be the open window to- A tongue ring. Nose ring. Who knows? I might actually join you and get married someday. Really? Maybe. Don't hold me to that, it's just because the house smells like chocolate. Perfect, then brace yourself for a taste of true love. That's not a s'more. I know, I told you, I invented them. They're called chocumores. Let me try this. It's like a cake when it's hot, but then it gets like a Rice Krispie treat when it's cold. I made a big pan one year on the last day of camp, and we ended up having to cut it out of the pan with scissors. Scissors? It's so light. And it holds its shape? Yep. Like a delicious hockey puck. Emma, grab all the boxes. We gotta get some more butter. We'll mix it in the ice chest. We're gonna need more cake pan. We're gonna make Count Chocumores for a funeral wedding cake? It's perfect. Stu, you are a genius. Woo. Yes. Do it. Okay. Oh, 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 okay, grab the tea. Oh. Grab it. Stu, drag right. that ice mm -hmm. chest okay. over here, okay? The Halls with Matrimony, Cake Scramble, is a Sasquatch Radio production, written and directed by Ashley Quatch, featuring the voice talents of Paula Deming as Emma, Keiko Agena as Jackie, and Kyle Payne as Stu. Sound recorded by Sean Price at Pricestone Studios. Sound design by Kevin Rosenquan. Sasquatch Radio is Ashley Quatch and Paula Deming. If you'd like to support our work, you can find us on Patreon. Or even better, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. This week, we'd like to give a very special thank you to patron Travis Love. Thank you so much for your support. Thanks for listening to Deck the Halls with Matrimony, Season 3, The Holiday Postcards.
Again, that was Deck the Hall, Season 3, Episodes 2 and 5, The Dirigible Captain, and Cake Scramble, produced by Sasquatch Radio. For more stories from the holiday postcards and to hear the tales that started it all, visit sasquatch.com, soundcloud.com slash sasquatchradio, or on your favorite podcast app. And that's it for tonight. Thanks again to Sasquatch for stopping by and bringing us a bit of merriment for the holiday season. Next week, we'll be doing double duty with a local holiday special on Christmas Day and a reprise audio drama special at our usual time. So be sure to tune in for all of the performances and storytelling. Also, feel free to visit us at MidnightAudioTheater.com for all of our past episodes. Email your suggestions at MidnightAudioTheater at gmail.com and like our Facebook page for our newest MAT lineup announced every Friday afternoon. We'll be back next week, audio drama fans. Same bat time, same bat channel. I'm Kathy Rinella signing off. And stay tuned. The BBC World News is coming up next.